honestly, the day I moved out of my family home, my mum was crying like it was my dolly. I can sit in silence. I can go out and eat alone. I can do all of these things alone. And I don't need to wait for someone else to say, let's do this. Let's go here. Let's do that. Mm. Hey Bene, welcome to the sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect. I'm Mummy Imperfect, aka Rina Diptianabil, and this is a podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat. Each and every week, my fabulous guests and I explore different aspects of womanhood. So I talk a lot about the challenges that we face as South Asian women. I am South Asian, my family are from India, and growing up, I soon realized that there was a long list of do's and don'ts and expectations. So one such expectation was that until the time you get married, you stay in your parents' house. Unless, of course, you go to uni, you know, if that was something that you encouraged to do, then you go to uni, you graduate, you get straight back in your parents' house until your dolly carries you off into the sunset when you get married. Hmm. Let's just talk about that, shall we? And let me first introduce my guest for this episode. So we've got writer and creator Kim Bunsey, who you may have heard on this podcast before, and body positivity advocate Virali Patel. Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy and Perfect, ladies. Thank you. Hi. What a great intro. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, it's lovely to have you. And the reason I wanted to talk to you two about this topic is because you both featured in a recent article in Stylist magazine, didn't you? And so this article was called The South Asian Women Defying Cultural Expectations and Moving Out of the Family Home. So Kim, am I right in thinking that you wrote this article, didn't you? I love reading like women's magazines, like Stylist. I've read Stylist for so many years like if you type in South Asian into any of these like women's magazines you'll come up with like 10 articles that like such like Debbie Downer articles about how hard it is being a South Asian woman and we do have our challenges we do have like our own ways of like moving through life all that kind of stuff I can admit that and then I just saw like all these people have really like inspiring stories not like the sob stories that you usually hear about and I was like I think we need to be talking about this so living alone well I live with a flatmate but Riley I know you live alone um was one of those things as well and I just thought it was a story that needed to be told instead of how hard it is living with your family how great it's when you do decide to to do you basically yeah mm-hmm. and I think it is a quite a big deal though like so I don't know it depends on your family as well doesn't it because I think for some people it is a big deal for some people it isn't Riley was it a big thing for you moving out of your family home um, it definitely was. I would say if I, so I'm originally, so I live, my family live in Bristol. Also, my older sister lives with my parents in Bristol. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a bit of a weird one because I'm obviously younger and I wanted to move out. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I would have been able to actually do that had I moved out in Bristol. It would have been a case where actually, if you're going to move out, buy, buy a flat, buy a house and rent it out, like you can get some income. Um, but obviously, just the way this all panned out is that I just said, you know, I found a job in London. <laughs> it's higher pay. I'm going to move. Um, and then I just did it. And yeah. I did exactly the same thing. And 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 I'm I'm a bit older than you guys. So this was quite like, I don't know, like 20 years ago now, I think, that mm. I, um, 
you know, I graduated and I was well, I was living at home and everything. And I was fine to do that. But then I was like, oh, I really, I really want to work for the BBC. And this was, you know, like, oh, the BBC, the BBC, whatever job I get. And then, so I applied um, to and I got a job in London. And then that was it. Then I moved to London and it was a temporary thing. And even in my parents' heads, they were like, oh, it's temporary. It's temporary. And I was a bit like, OK, you know, it is temporary. But then um, it just so happened that I just never went back to Coventry, which is where my family are from. And because then I met my husband. And then ended up getting married and everything and then never came back. But that's how it happened. Because like you, I don't think if I had just been like, do you know what? I'm just moving out somewhere else. Um, one of my sisters actually tried to do that. But she was, um, I think she was like in her late teens and she was at college and everything. And she just wanted to live with her friends. And I, my parents literally were crying. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be fair, she came back the next week because she was like, nah, it's not for me, you know. <laughs> this is a I've got all my creature comforts at home. So she did she came back, but I I think my dad actually told me afterwards that he he actually cried. I mean, to be oh. fair, you 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 talked about like um not moving out until you had your dolly, but honestly, the day I moved out of my family home, my mum was crying like it was my dolly. Like oh. honestly. Like it felt like that moment for me. Like I was like, well, that's not gonna happen anytime soon. So this could be it. Get your tears out now, Mum. Um but yeah, I it could be. I I, I will um, probably do that as well when when my kids choose to move out. <laughs> but Viral, you you mentioned something there which I wanted to talk about. That there's there is um this pressure on us like okay, renting is a waste of money. It's basically money flushed down the toilet. Don't do it. Uh, save and buy. Stay at home. Save or buy. And and also I, I think a lot of parents go so far as to say save buy a house put that on rent and still live at home and I know people that have done that and financially brilliant but I, I mean I don't know what what do you think about that I really think it depends on your obviously your financial circumstances to begin with like not everyone has the same means of of, of life so that's one thing um but another I would just sort of say you know it's it's very limiting being at home and there's a sense of like independence and you become a lot more self-sufficient and stuff when you move out and if you don't try it you'll never know and I feel like as a I'm not a parent but as a parent you should at least ha like hear both sides and sort of d decide like is it a good time for that person to actually move out maybe it'll be good for them and yeah for me I, I felt like I felt like I was just stuck and I wasn't really like doing what I wanted to do and that's that's kind of depressing <laughs> like yeah. you just feel like you're just doing the same thing every day like when things going to change so I feel like as an individual person I kind of needed to to move out because I'm, I'm the younger sibling like I'm pretty much like the boy of the family <laughs> so things get done for me just because I've got my sister's like five years older than me so and like she's just the way that we've been brought up is that she would you know she would take care of us uh, so I just felt like I need to take care of myself and I need to like grow up a little bit and I feel like yeah it's been good it's been good to do that I mean did you guys really feel that like when you moved out and and, and considering the fact that we are all Asian and that closeness of the family did you feel like when you when you moved out that it was like oh I can spread my wings now yeah definitely for me anyway <laughs> what about you Kim yeah I yeah, my, my family are quite like um, chill anyway. So mm -hmm. I didn't really have like a lot of restrictions. I think that a lot of um, Asian girls have like in their family. Like I never really lied to my family about anything. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it, it's just different. Like when you're by yourself, it's just it's just different. Um, you you grow like in so many ways by yourself, and like you start thinking about what you want, doing things less for what other people want. Like there were times when I would like sit in the living room just to be with family because I didn't want to seem like um, I was being antisocial in my room, for example. But now I can just do what I want. I, honestly, like even this stylist article I've written, these things take time. And a lot of the time has been me sitting at this desk, like actually thinking about like what I want for my life and like putting my effort into writing. Whereas like sometimes on a Sunday afternoon, I'd be at my family house and there'd be like 20 guests coming over. Like mm-hmm. that's not time for yourself. And that's time now that I can put into myself and my own passion. So that's something that I found really, really great by living yeah. living outside the family home. Yeah, Kim, I, I completely agree. Like you're able to just focus on yourself and things that you want to do without, it is, that seems a bit selfish, but I feel like we should be a little bit selfish because it's our life. Like we should be in charge of it and we should be able to, you know, take three hours out to do our own thing if we need to. And I feel like it is very restrictive when you're at home. Um, in terms of you just feel bad because you're not sitting with your family and or you are being antisocial and you're, you're made to feel that way feel a bit, a bit guilty about doing that um so I get I completely agree with that I mean there is this thing um with girls in general like regardless of of your of your um cultural background but especially for I think us that you are brought up to please people like oh you know your mom wants you to do this you do it if you're a good daughter if you do this you know, if you do all the housework and you're nice to guests and everything and you're a good granddaughter if you do this and you're a good sister if you do this. And these are all lovely things and it's nice, you know. I'm teaching my kids things like this as well. But then it's like, where is the line? Because then it's like, you're doing all this stuff and you're like, well, who the hell am I, right? Yeah. And I, and I also yeah. think I'm a better daughter, sister, granddaughter, whatever, since living away. Like when I see my family now, my 100% energy is in those interactions. I'm not like frustrated. I'm not like in my own head. Like when you get that distance mm. and then you come back together, you're fully present in those moments. Yeah. And you actually be better. Yeah. Yeah, Kim, I was literally, when you were saying that before, I was just thinking, I've just got so, so much better like relationship with my family, like with my sister. We're not, everyone's not on top of each other. Um, and because they realise that actually you can do this, you can move out and you are independent. Things are, the dynamic has just changed and it's really nice. And, and, and like, like literally, so, sorry, literally my mum and dad are visiting me right now. They're in my living room. Like, oh. like it's not, it's, it's not like, um, it's not like, oh my God, she's moving away. She's become so separate from the family. It's like, no, now we have a new home to go to. Like, it's the same as if I was to get married, would you not visit me? so they still come around like the relationships are still good I think there's such like a big stigma like oh my god she's moving away she's becoming separate from the family actually it's the opposite of that so yeah and, and that, that that stigma it is is that thing like oh she doesn't want to be part of us anymore she doesn't want to know us and and all this kind of thing but also um I personally think and I don't know what you guys think about this there's a fear of oh my gosh you know if daughters go away and they're living outside, you know, in a big city or wherever, we don't know what they're going to get up to. They <laughs> might ruin their lives. And then what are we going to do? It, do you think that that is still the case? I feel like any parent would have that fear. Obviously, I, I'm not a parent, so I don't know. But mm-hmm. I feel like 
you would have that fear naturally because you're letting someone go essentially like into the world um, and they can do do whatever they want really without you sort of being I think it's just having that trust um and one thing for me Kim I know you mentioned that you did not lie to your parents but (laughs) unfortunately that was not the case for me growing up like my parents were very strict um like I didn't get to do certain things and then I did naturally you know become a bit of you know even if I even if it was just to like see my friends I would just tell a little white lie because I'd be like oh well I want to do this because otherwise I'll have no friends and they'll just like abandon me that's just how it was growing up growing up um but it's really weird now because I am just I am introverted like I, I like my own company I like staying at home but then I like going out and so it's like a bit of both but I do find that since since moving out I don't want to do any like I don't want to lie to them I don't want to like I'm obviously I'm, I'm grown up now so it's, it's it's very weird in that you know everything that I would have wanted to have done before maybe like five years ago I don't even want to do now so it's just like I think it's just having that trust that once someone becomes a bit independent and they're they're working on themselves and, and they you know that growth is there that eventually you know they'll become their own person and, and that's what you just got to trust in mm, absolutely yeah. um but you know you you said though that you you told a few little lies and things I mean I think I did as well and I know loads of people that did Kim well done you did not <laughs> but you know <laughs> better than better girl than me I was but, too much of a nerd it was stressing me out too much <laughs> <laughs> but there's people out there living double lives I'm telling you like I know people who are I'm not joking about this right they they've actually uh gone away and and been in a relationship for like 10 years so they've you know and and they'll they've got married to somebody in that time even you know and and they're lying about that and then they're still at home and then they go and move out and then still it's like oh I'm, I'm living with friends and yeah. you know there was someone from a different religion or whatever that's how some people have to live their yeah. lives and 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 it that must be stressful like it stresses me out to think about that that that's the point it's it's not necessarily the distance that creates like the double life or whatever people are living double lives in their own home yeah so yeah. actually if you're living out and you're living more authentically as yourself it's like you don't have to split your personality all the time mm. like you are you and also like if there are things that like your parents you can't share with your parents you don't have to lie to them like your parents don't need to know every single detail about your life um so yeah it actually makes like having boundaries around like certain things easier um so yeah I I do yeah, have I, I, sorry Virali what were you gonna say so I was just gonna say it definitely does create that boundary um and then there's like it's, it's just natural I think when you're living at home the double life thing I mean I feel like once you're in a lie you're deep in that lie and it's very difficult to come out I of know it. and that therefore it just like spirals it just everything becomes a lie and I just don't I think if as long as you've got that level of trust that lie will never spiral into like this massive thing where you're now living a double life I think just having that level of trust and being able to say actually you know there's there's things that I don't need to know that my 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 daughter or my son does and that's okay (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I have to say that I probably did one of the most taboo things that a daughter could have done when she moves out like I'm telling you like because so I I basically moved out and then the like I said temporary especially go back home and whatever um and then I ended up 
falling in love with and marrying someone from a different race like now everything's fine everyone's like oh it's the best thing you could ever do and whatever but you know there was obviously uh, they must have thought oh my god we let her have this freedom and now she's like wanting to marry somebody from a different race and I, I mean they didn't say that but I think they were there was that fear that oh relatives are gonna say look what what happened you sent your daughter to live in London this is what's happened to her now I mean to be, to be fair uh, everybody kind of became okay pretty quickly so by the time we got married it was a very nice family affair and stuff but I'm saying that I I did do the thing that they were scared of and then but then to be honest then they realized it's not that scary actually you know it's actually it's not that bad that oh it's just someone that we haven't chosen for her and she wants to marry someone out of the race yeah so. I think I think that's the point like if you're making choices that are more authentic to yourself you're more likely to have like happier children and like yeah you could have stayed at home and you could have done the right in like mm. um quotation marks because it's like you can do all the right things but I actually know people that have done all the so-called right things and not like followed like their own intuition their own like passions and stuff like that and yeah they're not happy and I think that was the point of the article like we need to give people space to like explore themselves for themselves because I think in Asian culture, as I, I started the article, like a tick box, like, okay, go to school, tick, get married, tick, we've got your house, tick. Like, we shouldn't be living like that. Life is not a tick box activity. And I think in our culture, we tend to, like, value people based on how many things you tick off this list. Absolutely. And then people people yeah. get to the end of this list and it's like, oh, my God, my child's unhappy. Why? It's like, well, they weren't allowed to explore themselves. They weren't allowed yeah. to... Yeah. yeah, I think it's really important to have these conversations with your parents because then that, that's the reason why these lies sort of spiral. It's because we've, we don't feel comfortable saying how we feel mm-hmm. with our parents. And therefore, naturally, anytime you want to do something, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to wait till they're in a good mood to ask whether I can do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and it's, it's one of those things where it's actually just like, actually, if you just have these open conversations and you understand each other a little bit better, then, you know, it will all become a little bit more easier and you will also be a lot happier. And then your parents will be happy because you're not lying to them constantly about certain things. And then that conversation about, can I move out? might also be a lot easier as well. And you'll be able to understand each other's viewpoints in terms of like, mm. why does this person actually want to move out at this particular time of their lives? Um, I think it just, it's just really important to have those conversations. I mean, I think the fact that you've, it's quite, um, I want to say brave, but it's, it's I mean, it's, it's normal, right? To, to want to do these things, but to actually... It is brave in a way to talk to your parents and say, you know what, this is actually, I, I do want to do this and I do want to move out and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be all right. Because I know people who are 40, above 40, and they're living with the parents and they'll say to me, that basic, they're basically looking for the right one to marry. And so they'll say things like, oh, you know, when I go to my own house, when I get married and go to my own house, everything depends on getting married and then going to my own house. You know, I know people who've got like, kettles toasters everything ready for this new house which depends on putting a husband into that whole picture then you're going to go and get this house and I'm like but you're 40 it's there should be a point do you like do you do you know what I mean do, do you think there should be an age where you're like come on you go and fly go and fly and just do what you want to do 
Yeah, I think marriage is upheld as like the pinnacle of our lives as Asian women. And it shouldn't be that. Like we were talking earlier about buying properties. Like I know people that get like tens of thousands of pounds on their like wedding day to go buy a house. Like yeah. why not do that for your child before they get married? Like maybe they don't want to have to make like rash decisions and try and like settle down with someone so they can start living their life. If you give someone like the freedom and opportunity to like um, live as they are, they might find someone better suited to them. And I think holding up marriage like as this like, oh my God, once they're married, they've achieved everything. They've unlocked all the Mm. levels of like life is just a ridiculous thing in the first place. Yeah, you don't know yourself by but like you, you don't haven't taken the time out, just like you mentioned earlier, like moving out, you just learn so much about yourself and what you want and the likes and the dislikes. And if you're just rushing into like, okay, you know, get that degree, get a good job, get married, you haven't taken the time to actually understand yourself and, and what you want. So when you then find someone you just like oh, well, this person is probably going to be good for me. And that's just like settling. And there's just so so much that you need to think about before you actually make that jump into marriage. Like that's not the, that's not the, yeah, the be and end mm. of, of everything. It's just, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when you were just saying that, I was thinking that it, it's kind of like girls get moulded. So you're moulded to the your family expectations at home, your, your parents and extended family. Then from there, you go straight into an in-law's house. And then you're molded to what the perfect daughter-in-law should be, you know. And you know, I know people, mother-in-laws that that love that. They're like, oh, you know, she's so good. She just does everything we say, and she serves us, and all this. And and that's what you then know. So then that that middle ground of actually, this is I'm having this time for myself and figuring out who I am. That doesn't exist for a lot of people. And they they they, they you know, it's like what do they want? Who are they? I, f- I do feel like a lot of people miss out on that. And this is one of the ways to actually have that getting to know yourself time, isn't it? By Like you said earlier, Virali, spending time in your own company. Yeah, like my sister, for example, she still lives at home. And obviously there's, there's always that girl like, oh, if I move out, then who will take care of my parents sort of thing. I think she still has that in her mind. Like she'll still do the, the grocery shop shopping. She'll still like, cook food for for them and she'll still like you know wait on them hand and foot so to speak Mm. um unless my mom unless my mom is so I think for her if she was the one that was sort of making that leap and moving out I think it would be a much bigger thing because she's always been that one that like you just mentioned the good daughter like everyone wants to like um every auntie is calling up to be like is she gonna get married and come to It's lined yeah. up like no one's coming to me, but it's all good. Like I don't care. Or everyone's coming to her because she's just always been that person. Like, I, and I, I sometimes worry because I'm like, oh, you have actually taken the time out to, to really figure out what is you want or who you are. Because I feel like there's always that little difference between me and yet her is that I feel like she's just been stuck, um, in the same place, just doing the same thing, working home. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 no, go on. I was going to say that I could have actually been that daughter. I, I could have very easily because even when I moved out, when I when I moved to London, I used to go back home every weekend, like drive one and a half hours down the M40 to go home and then do the housework at home like I did when I lived there. And I did that for ages. Like, it, And it was just an inbuilt thing. And then when I was actually seeing my husband, he was like, oh, do you not want to, do you want to spend a weekend here with me sometime? And I was like, oh yeah, I don't have to go home and do the Hoover at home, you know. I, I can actually, I'll, I'll try that. 
because it was so built into me. Yeah, yeah. it is that. It's literally like the, the hoovering, the chores. It's just like, oh, well, who else will do it? Like, it has to be me. I, I, I feel like some of those traits are good things because I brought that into like, I live alone. So cleanliness and like cooking mm. and stuff like that. I'm like, I feel like I'm much more better prepared to live alone now. Um, but there's always that guilt. Like if it was me that was just at home, there would always be that guilt. That'd be like, oh, should I move out? Because then who will take care of them? But they can take care of themselves at the moment. So it's just like, mm. you, you can just take that leap and you can just move out. Like you need to do this for yourself. Otherwise, when will you do it? Because she's 34, yeah, 34 now. Um, so it's like, oh, if you stay any more years, you're literally going to be, as you said, you know, like that 40 year old and you're just never going to move out. You're just going to be waiting with your pots and pans, your kettles. I know. <laughs> waiting for that jump. I know. I know. Um, Kim, were you going to say something? I-, I was just going to go back to the point about like taking this time to like get to know yourself. Um, I just think it's, it's so important. Like I've lived now away from my family home for two years. I also lived outside at uni as well but I feel like that was just like a whole whirlwind experience but this these past two years I just feel like I've got to know myself on such a deep level and I just did not know half the things about myself like I was I know we talked about like doing the hoovering doing the cooking but it was more for me it was just that I just would say yes to things I didn't want to do and I would just go along with things that I thought I was supposed to do Um, But now I can actually consciously make decisions to like not engage with certain people, to say no when I didn't want to do things, Mm. tell people I'm uncomfortable in a situation. And I just didn't feel empowered to do that before. And it wasn't like I was being like really oppressed or whatever. It was just the fact that I'm so much more in tune with like my own sense of self. And I think that I would love that for like every South Asian girl Mm. to like have that experience yeah yeah that that actually sounds nice are you guys okay in your own company then and I know know that's a weird question but I have had the experience of moving out and and wasn't okay in my own company like I literally I had to be calling people all the time you know I I had to be like oh quickly let me make plans with people and so this whole getting to know yourself and the boundaries and everything I don't think I actually did that and and it's a shame because now you know it took me probably till 40 and having kids to actually do that you know uh, and set boundaries and, and know myself in that way but at that time I was I wasn't I was trying to run away from my own solitude how was it for you guys I was actually going to touch on this as I'm glad you brought it up because when I initially moved I was like I was living with someone so I didn't know that person and I still felt a little bit lonely like because we weren't really that close so at first I was like okay being alone actually is quite lonely like maybe I should like explore like find some friends and things like that but as time sort of went on, I just found myself like just learning so many things about myself in a way that I was just so comfortable being alone with my own thoughts. I just found that really peaceful. And it's just so strange now to think about it. That actually, I'm not looking for those little fillers or like I can sit in silence. I can go out and eat alone. I can do all of these things alone. And I don't need to wait for someone else to say let's do this let's go here let's do that Mm. um, in order to actually live my life and I think that's the main point about actually moving out or even just taking a leap to to go traveling or whatever alone Mm. 
is that you're not waiting around for anyone. You're not waiting around to get married. You're not waiting around for someone else to say you can do this or you can't do that. Or you can't do that. And I feel like because of all of that, I've just been able to just live so peacefully alone. It's just such a, an incredible sort of experience that you don't actually realize how grateful that you are every day that you just come home and you can just be in peace and just sit, <laughs> sit and do your own thing. You don't have to like ask anyone what they want to eat or what they want to watch mm. on Netflix. It's just like, you just do your own thing. And it's, it's really nice. That's actually yeah. quite an empowering experience then, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I'd definitely say it's really empowering. Like just the stuff that I post on Instagram as well. Um, but like I would never, I would never have done that if I was living with someone. I would always feel a bit awkward to begin with that I was like taking those pictures or that I was like posting about that. And then I'd be like, in the other room like hi to yeah. my parents or something like that because my mum my follows me on Instagram so she's still getting used to the fact that I post these things <laughs> um so yeah I feel I feel like it's it's just a limiting sort of experience when you're at home and then when you take that mm. leap, you realize that this is just how things are meant to be and yeah. you are meant to be continuing to to learn more more things about yourself and feel a bit more you know liberal and that you can just just Mm. have that on the um on the loneliness thing as well I actually my next step is to live by myself and I messaged Ravali about it and I was like oh my god am I going to be okay whatever and my biggest fear is being lonely and I think Riley actually said to me like you can be lonely in a house full of people and I experienced that yeah I, I was in a house of like five people and I felt probably my loneliest and people don't think about that like just because you're surrounded by people doesn't mean you're not lonely and just because you're by yourself doesn't mean that you're not happy and fulfilled I think that's something we need to to challenge thanks for reminding me that I said that I can't even remember dropping so much wisdom (laughs) gems Virali so just on a lighter note like were there weird things where you moved out you're like oh my god I don't know how to do this because my mom does it for me all the time because I will <laughs> I will I will own up at the age of 23 I did not know how to use a washing machine that is so <laughs> shameful so shameful because my kids know and uh I didn't know how to make rice like I just never made it like my husband uh he had to teach me how to make rice and then other things I was I on the phone I didn't know how to make I didn't know how to make rice up until like six months ago I my rice I is still dodgy there, there you go rice is us this is the recurring rice theme that hard. rice is hard rice is one of those things yeah. you just leave it you're like now nah, mom you do that and then when you move out you're like oh, okay I really want to eat rice okay yeah Uncle Ben do. Yeah, rice cooker yeah yes yes that is true but just you know were there things like that where you're like oh damn I don't know how to do this quick phone mom for me definitely cooking in when we were in lockdown last year I FaceTime my mom and I had cooking lessons because I really missed like her cooking and that kind of stuff um so that was a big one for me I don't know about you Varali I would say cooking because like I mentioned like I was the baby of the house right so everyone would just cook for me like give me a cookbook and I will I will you I will literally make the best meal but just like in general I just I don't have many recipes in my like mm. arsenal so I would literally yeah I think cooking definitely and also when you are living alone because obviously we're saying all this like nice about living alone but you're literally buying your own food and you have to think about what you want to eat and mm. stuff like that it actually is really difficult but sometimes you just make a mishmash of everything that's in your fridge and you're like this actually tastes good 
So, I mean, it's not, it's not a big thing if you don't know how to cook, but it is nice to like have that time to yourself to just learn and no one's judging you. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. Also as well, like I hate doing chores so like having to get the hoover out and do it I'm just like oh my god I wish my mom oh my was god, you should hire me because I love cleaning <laughs> you can come home and clean my flat anytime <laughs> oh um well girls thank you so much for just sharing your experiences it's been really good talking to you and you both share some really inspirational cool stuff on insta so Virali, you mentioned the stuff that you share and, and I actually looked at one of your posts the other day um you know, because uh, I, funnily enough, I, I bought some uh, active wear, some leggings and a crop top and I was, I put it on and I was like, oh my God, I don't, I, I don't look like they do in the, in, you know, in the adverts. And then I looked at your post and it actually made me feel better because it's like, you know, yes, it's normal to have bulges and stuff. It's normal. And, you know, there's this thing that everyone takes kind of angled pictures on Instagram, but it's, it's not real. So, you know, your um yeah your posts are amazing and same with you Kim you know there's a, so much inspirational positive stuff that you share as well so just just give, give out your handles if in case um people want to take a look at this stuff go on Kim you go, go first. on Kim you go first okay well you can follow me on at brown girl Kim for some wellness content and positive vibes yes and Kim can I just say that you are literally doing so much right now I'm like <laughs> every time every time I see a new article I'm like yes you go, thank girl. you thank you, <laughs> you follow me at the oh let me do that one again Rena <laughs> you can follow me at the real Virali cool all brown skin positivity thank you so much yes. ladies so listen, thank you for listening and make sure you do follow these ladies because um, seriously, they've got, they've got some really cool stuff. They're both doing brilliantly. Um, and follow me too at Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect or at Rena D. Annabelle on Instagram. And there's a Facebook page as well for Mommy Imperfect if you're into Facebook. And share this, please share this as well. Um, and subscribe if you haven't already, because you never know when I'm going to drop an episode. It might be Thursday, might be Wednesday. You don't want to be, <laughs> you don't want to miss that. Um, but listen, thank you for listening um, and uh, take care of yourselves and speak to you soon. Bye.